Hello, this is Johnny Tacos. I've always been a lover of music. The way the drums beat as my heart. The way the guitar sings louder than the vocalist. And the way the song is written. You would think it was how each word just coexisted with the other word. Music has always been a tool for good and evil. Music has always been a way to soothe the heart, to mend the broken, to relax the unnerved, to scream out the angry, and to worship. So please join me as we take a trip and we listen to these wonderful musicians with their art as well as their love songs to God. And I am Johnny Tacos, and this is Origin. Origin. What's up? This is Johnny Tacos here with another exciting episode of the Hip Hop Craze Origin Stories. I said that because I have a hip hop artist here all the way from Middle Lothian. If you don't know what Middle Lothian is, if you know the Cowboys and they're in Arlington, all you do is just go southeast on, uh, what is it, 287, and there's Middle Lothian. You'll see a huge uh, football stadium. You're in the right place. Now, if you go a little bit further, you'll hit Waxahachie, which is where we're at right now. But that is not needed to know. I just thought I'd throw that in for some fun banter. I guess fun banter. I don't. I'm trying new stuff out. So hush. <laughs> I I know that's you, John. You're making fun of me right now, listening. Anyways. I uh, just want to say we're getting closer to the season finale. It's been an honor to hear from each one of uh, the guests that came on, uh, a whole 180 episodes worth of guests and growing. And the name Johnny Tacos is actually becoming more of a household name for the Lord. And, and it's it's awesome. And it's just funny how the name started and how my need to be a transcriber of testimonies from everybody because everybody has a testimony of who they were BC before Christ and when Christ had finally um, was led into the heart and then how what they're doing now and what they see in the future of what God has done for them to help flourish and plant seeds into each and every one. So I just wanted to give out a big thank you so much for uh, being a big part of it. Uh, To me, you are all part of the street team gang, which is the taco street taco gang. So awesome. Thank you all so much. Um, Also, we had the Christmas special last week. Uh, We had uh, Filthy Rich. They came in and graced us uh, with his new DC-inspired Christmas song, as well as we had Aaron, we had Coffee Man, uh, John, and myself, and also 
the embarrassment of my wife actually having to be the sound person. Um, thank you all for being on that part of the show on Facebook Live. It was awesome. It was great. It was funny. Uh, you know, and that's what it's all about. It's Christians being closer together and being able to laugh and joke and have a good time. But uh, not forgetting what this time is for, and it's for the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, other than that, uh, let's get to the interview. Today I have Zeke. He's a hip-hop artist. It's just Zeke, sort of like Prince or <laughs> Pink. Just one word. What, is, what do you do today? How are you doing? Man, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, it's been... It's a good day, man. Excited to be here. Thank you for having me um, on the show. Awesome. So, you you uh, live in Middlelothian, right? And you're a youth pastor. I'm a youth pastor. Yep. So I've been there for about two and a half years. You know, I think youth pastors are the more hard workers than the pastors over there because you got to. <laughs> it's like you're a wrangler, a kid wrangler. <laughs> You know, the kids have the attention of a house fly. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes they do, man. But I, I enjoy doing it, man. I love being around students. Um, just have a heart for them and, and always have, man. I think a lot of my music is even geared towards teens. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful to be in this line of ministry for sure. So the, so the feeling of... Uh, that you feel about helping the youth? Were, did you have someone to mentor you as a, as a kid? Um, not not necessarily. Um, and people have asked me that. Uh, is there someone in my life early on who, who was that discipler? And um, there wasn't someone really outside of the home that I feel like filled that gap. But, man, I had a mom who loved the Lord, and she— um, she was there for me, man, with everything that I had going on. I knew that she would be there to listen for me to talk to, uh, and she would guide me to the scriptures and allow God's word to be what directed my life, um, gave me just wise, godly counsel. And so if there was a, a primary disciple in my life growing up, I would say it was my mom. And that, that's what it should be. You know, your mom, your your parents should be the the head of the household should should be the the minister of of their flock which sure. is their children yeah. and so many mothers don't get that recon, recognize uh, recognition yeah you know they they don't get that that thank you so much until you're our age mm -hmm. you know until you're older and then you're like you know what mom you were right you're right and she goes i waited 20 years to say <laughs> i told you i told you so <laughs> yeah so, um and do you have kids of yourself i do uh my wife and i we've been married for 10 years we've got four kids uh they are nine seven five and two you look like you're 23 so you got <laughs> married at 13 <laughs> no, i got married when i was 20 so i'm 30 years old now 30 years old yeah. okay you just got the baby face yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm 46 people say i got you know if i shave this beard off i look like an infant <laughs> so that's at least that's what my wife tells me yeah so, but you're pretty tall though so yeah you also got that big tall infant baby how tall are you six six man okay yeah, that's how that's how you that's how I got my wife because I can reach the tall stuff. <laughs> can you reach that thing up there on the top shelf? Sure, <laughs> whatever, whatever you want to do. 
So uh, growing up, you said you had your mother, which was a saint to you. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, were you a problem child? Um, no, uh, I I don't think I was. Um, and we were raised in the church, and I think early on, uh, and and this is really part of my testimony and and how I came to faith in Christ. Uh, we went to an independent Baptist church, and it was. In that space specifically, it was very legalistic. And so in my mind, I knew that salvation came by grace through faith in Christ. But um, I also, they, they were also so focused on rule following that to me, if if you wanted a relationship with Christ, like you had to follow rules. And if you didn't, then like you would, you would lose your salvation. It's kind of the mindset that I had, which later on as I grew and learned and even studied the scriptures, I realized that's, that's not true. Our, our salvation comes by grace through faith in Christ alone. And my works are the product of a relationship with Christ, not something that I do to earn favor of God. And so I think in my mind, I tried to do the right thing because I was scared if I did the wrong thing that I would just go to hell. Um, and it wasn't until later on that I, I really understood the grace of God and, and what that does for us. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say I was a problem child. I, I tried to follow the rules as best as I could. And, you know, you're right, because there, there are some churches that focus more on the walls than the actual relationship. Yeah. <clears throat> you, have, uh, you have people that are just so scared mm. to do something wrong that they, they they go on this whirlwind if they if they mess up one time. But it, it was like even back in the day when Jesus came around, the Pharisees were more about laws yeah. than they were about their relationship. And that's what Jesus came and says, this is more about a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sin, on, on the other hand, you know, it's just everybody's a sinner. For sure. Um, but there, but Jesus came to say there, there is, you, you are going to make mistakes, but the father still loves you and the father still wants you. Uh, that's what the Pharisees were upset about because you know what? You're working on, on Sabbath, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're doing this, you're, you're doing everything that the laws say, no, he goes, you know what? The laws were made of men. Yeah. You know, God God wanted you to be more of a relationship, a loving, like a father and a son or a father and a daughter kind of relationship. Yeah. Yeah, you you have to go by the rules, but he also know you're a child. You're going to mess up because we're children. Even me at 46, I'm a, you ask my wife, I'm a kid. <laughs> uh, she says that enough. So mm-hmm. yes, I'll, I'll stick to it. I'm a kid. Uh, but with kids... You have to sometimes teach them more and more times. You have to be a little bit more lenient. And God is a forgiving God. He's a patient God. Yeah. But he is also a jealous God, too. For sure. You know, and you're not going to get off scot-free. It's like, hey, you know, I do all this. I go and pillage and do all this stuff. And God God has my back and all that. No, you're still going to have to. You're still going to have to atone for that sin. Yeah. But at the end, when you when you ask God, hey, forgive me, um, you know, he'll forgive you. For sure. Because you got Paul, 
and turn you know you had Saul turn into Paul mm-hmm. you had uh you know the people in Jesus's you know group they they weren't they weren't the uh, the poster child of what a sinless person lives yeah you know if you watch the the movie or the show my wife has this she calls everything a movie even TV shows <laughs> so I'm starting to go into her bad habits but the TV show the chosen yeah. Each and every one of them had flaws. Each and every one of them had sin. For sure. You know, you had uh, Simon. He was a, a a guy that liked to gamble. You had Mary. She was a prostitute. Yeah. You know, you had all these. Yeah, you, you had all these people that were like more prideful because pride is a sin too. Absolutely. So, but yeah, that's that's what I was going at is that. Like like you said, you grew up. I grew up in that too, mm. but I uh, I grew up in a Methodist. Okay, and then when my my grandmother <clears throat> used to drink and all that, and they found out she drank, they kind of pushed her out. So I I ended up going to Baptist, which was a stand up sit down, stand up sit down. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that's not for me. So <laughs> now I'm uh, and. The non-denominational, the um, evangelistic yeah. church as as covenant life is. So, but I'm I feel like I'm getting off track. I'm getting an ADD moment. I'm getting <laughs> no, off track. Good. But uh, who who were your um, who were your heroes uh, in the music industry that made you feel that you too can be a hip hop artist? Yeah. Um, so believe it or not, man, I actually did not like hip hop at all. Growing up, what did you like? Um, well, because of the the church that I was raised in, it was all like you know Christian music. So we listened to a lot of Phillips, Craig, and Dean. Uh-huh. Um, they're just like a trio. Um, they do contemporary uh, worship, and so we listened to a lot of them. So it was like contemporary. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and like we would even sing their songs. Uh, I have two older brothers and a younger sister, and my two older brothers and I would sing all the time together. And so, really, I, I've just had a love for music for as long as I can remember. You know, even being a kid, I remember singing songs. Um, but I didn't like hip hop at all. And part of that was because of what it was associated with, you know, with sex, money, drugs, like all that kind of stuff. And um, in my mind, remember, because I'm a rule follower, I'm like, I don't want to go down that path. Like, I don't want to be associated with that. And so um, I think it was when I got to middle school, uh, we came into the youth room and they were playing a music video and it was a rap music video. And I'm like, man, our church is all finna go to hell because we're in here <laughs> playing this kind of stuff. And it was Lecrae. Uh-huh. And it was uh, the music video for the song Jesus Music. And I was like, man, what is this? It's like Jesus and hip hop together. And so I started listening to that. Um, got his first album, uh, Real Talk, and was like, man, I kind of like this dude. And then after the music stops, really started following uh, Lecrae. And then I heard of a guy named Flame. And Flame had uh, a couple albums that I really connected with, uh, Our World Redeemed and Our World Fallen. And man, both of those were just so rich in theology. Uh, They had a ton of truth in it. Uh, I felt like the rhyme schemes that he had were great. And so what I started doing is I would listen to his songs and I would get out a little spiral notebook and I would start writing his lyrics. And I'd start 
rapping along with him and all of that. And that's when I feel like I started to get into Christian hip hop and really understanding what that world was. Um, and then along with that, because I was following Lecrae, um, I also started following like all of 116. So like Trip Lee, uh, Tadashi, Andy Minio, KB. And so those are kind of some of the guys that I listened to early on um, when I started, you know, finding out about Christian hip hop. And and when you started rap, rapping with them, you're like, you know what? I can do this. Uh, did you, um, how did your mom feel about that? Yeah. Um, so my mom was kind of skeptical, uh, at the beginning, same thing. Like my mom and my dad were both like, Hey, we don't, we don't really know uh, about this. And I remember one time I was playing a song by flame and it's who can pluck us out his hand. And it's talking about how we are secure in our salvation. And in the hook, it's like, who can pluck us out his hand? And it said something like, not even a professional plucker. And my parents thought he was saying the F word. Every time he was saying pluck or plucker and my mom came in and was like, you turn that off. Like you don't listen to that. And so I explained to her what it was. So I think there was some skepticism to it all, but the more I started showing them, uh, they, they really started to, um, be okay with it and, and even appreciate kind of what I was listening to. What's interesting is this is the other part that actually got me into writing as an artist myself is my brother, um, liked hip hop. And not just Christian, he liked a lot of the secular artists. And so as I got more to my high school years, that's when I started to explore more of hip hop. That was just through friends that I was around who listened to some secular music. You know, you go to the basketball games and stuff would be playing. And I'm like, man, I kind of like the beats of this and all of that. So it was my brother that initially found a love for hip hop and started writing himself. And so my oldest brother started writing his own music, started messing with like Fruity Loops and producing his own beats. And then he started uh, doing some music with another dude in Fort Worth and they started going on tours and they would go to clubs and different things like that. And um, I remember hearing him do that music and I was like, man, what are you doing? Like, this isn't what the Lord wants. And he was like, man, I'm just doing it you know, for money and because, you know, I, I like this. And at the time, I don't think he was, he was a believer that he wasn't walking with the Lord. And so as a way to minister to my brother, I started taking his songs and I started rewriting his songs with Christian lyrics. Um, and a lot of the rhyme schemes that I would use were some of the ones that I heard from like Flame, Lecrae, some of these other dudes. And so um, I, that's kind of how I started getting into it myself is I was rewriting my brother's songs with Christian lyrics and they were super cheesy. And then one day I remember doing a, a remix to a song and it talked about Christ's death um, and what that means for us. And it was theologically sound. It has some good lyrics. The rhyme schemes were, were nice. And my brother asked me, he was like, man, you want to, you want to start working together and writing? I was like, yeah. And so me and my brother uh, started a group called the major prophets. So my name's Ezekiel. His name is Elijah. And so we're like, we're going to go by the group name Major Prophets. And we started writing music together. We started doing stuff um, around Dallas and Fort Worth. And uh, we did quite a bit. That was 2000, probably 2009, 2010. And then when I graduated and went off to college, I, I went to school in Arkansas. And so we kind of stopped for about five years and, and we didn't really do anything. But that's kind of the, the beginning of when I started writing and started exploring that realm as an artist myself. So you, you went from... Ezekiel to Zeke. Mm -hmm. Just a short, make it short, sweet. Yeah. So after, 
after I went off to college, we spent some years um, where we, we weren't really writing or doing music together. The studio was back in Texas, and uh, so I couldn't get back to record. I was still writing and stuff, but we didn't really do much. And then when I graduated, we tried to do something together. So we released an album uh, called Life in 2016. And um, I think we were just at different places in our life where we each had our own families. I just graduated, started working at a church. My brother was barbering back in Texas. He had his own family. Um, and, and it was just hard to get together. So we released the album Life, but we didn't really promote it. We didn't do any shows with it. And then I started thinking, what would it look like to go as a solo artist? So um, I still kept the name Ezekiel in case we wanted to do stuff still as major profits. So in 2017, I released my first solo EP under the name Ezekiel Garcia. Um, that was called Under the Sun. Then 2018, released another album. Um, it was called Unveiled. And then 2019, I think I did a couple singles. 2020, I started what's called The Battle Within, and I wanted it to be a three-part album. So it'd be released in three segments over the course of a year. So I think May of 2020, I released part one. Uh, November 2020, I released part two. December 2020, my mom died, and I stopped doing music for for a while, for at least a year. I was just like, man, I, I can't do this. My mom was a huge supporter of mine um, and just a huge encourager. And man, I, I just was wrecked by the death of my mom. Um, she died from COVID. And so it was it was just sudden, man. November 2020, she was sick. And December 4th, 2020, she was gone. And um, after losing her, I just went through a period where I didn't, I didn't want to write. I didn't care to write. And I was just focusing on, on grief and get into a healthy place. And I actually didn't get to release part three of the battle within, um, until, uh, October of this year. And so it, it was a, a long journey getting there, finally released it. And so honestly, where I'm at right now, I'm still just trying to get back out there. Um, I also moved in the middle of the pandemic. May of 2020 is when I moved to Midlothian from Arkansas. So I've been out of it for a while, um, just trying to get back into it and just seeing what the Lord has in store for me. So, And, you know, my condolences to you. I appreciate that. Um, you know, I got close to losing my mom last year from mm -hmm. a stroke. Man. Um, it's, it's, it's the hardest thing to do, and you needed that season. For sure. To, to grief because God said there is a time for mourning mm -hmm. and you know it's it doesn't there's not a time limit on mourning yeah but there there is a time limit on um, knowing that God had God's going to come and get you you have a time limit he he has your time in there mm -hmm. so that right there is just to reflect on all the good times yeah uh, and everything that um that you and your mother have done together to support she got it doesn't mean that she stopped supporting you she's up in heaven right now probably telling everybody hey you know my boy he is he is a vessel for god mm -hmm. you know and she's in love she's in a, a loving area she's in yeah. a place where where uh, there's no pain no torment no absolutely hate. There, there's nothing you got people that 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 just embracing each other yeah and singing praises to the lord so 
Mm. That's to me. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we're, we're here. Yeah, um, you know. But like I said, you know, it's 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 a it's a wonderful thing. You'll see her again. Yeah, absolutely. And, and man, I, I love. I'm encouraged by the scriptures where Paul says that we do not grieve as those who have no hope. Right. So he doesn't say we don't grieve. He just says we don't grieve in the same way as those who do not have hope. And in Christ, man, I know that my mom loved the Lord, walked with the Lord, and and placed faith and trust in Christ. And so I know she's with him. Um, and man, there's just a hope and a comfort in that to know that my mom as well, that death was not the end for her, but death was just a doorway into eternity to be with our creator. And so um, though it's difficult, you know, to not have her here, and, and that's, that's brought you know, its own struggles for my family and stuff. It is still um, just a comfort to know that she is there, that she is well, and and we will see her again. Yeah, and, and it is a it's when you when you're a believer versus a a non-believer. Yeah, that that death is taking on a whole different meaning. Mm-hmm. It's a time to celebrate. Yeah, um, because you if you have no hope. Then, then all you think is we just go into the black. We don't. We just fade away. But with people that have the faith and the hope, and they're walking with Jesus, know that death is just a mind state that you're just fleeing from this vessel into where you properly need to be, and that's in yeah. in the presence of of Jesus, is in the presence of our God. Yeah. So, uh, and any of the music did. Your new music that you just was that a reflection of of the of the time that you went through. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the battle within part three, there were five songs on it. Um, not that guy didn't really have anything to do with kind of what what happened with my mom. Uh, there's a song called Honest, and the song Honest is a song that talks about um, just really my journey through grief and my struggle with. Uh, with doubt and just wrestling with the Lord in the midst of it all. You know, sometimes things happen in life and, and we don't really understand. And I'm comforted by the scriptures as you read in the Psalms, like the psalmist would ask God some deep questions that come from a place of pain. Like, Lord, how long will you forsake me? How long will you abandon me? How long will you let my enemies overtake me? And um, God invites us to come to him honestly with our pain and with our brokenness, um, but also in humility as we come to God and as we sit and let him speak, he brings uh, clarity, he brings understanding, he brings peace. And so that song, Honest, was about my journey of working through grief um, with the Lord and just just my walk and the wrestling with that. There's a song called Won't Stop, uh, which talks about really the loss of motivation that I had as I was struggling um, just with with grief and felt like quitting, uh, quitting in terms of music. Like, man, I don't, I don't even want to do this anymore. And it's like, no, why would I stop? Like, as long as I'm still here, God is still at work and he has a purpose for me. And so like, I cannot give up. I've got to keep moving forward. Um, the song Forgiveness that came uh, after that, Forgiveness is a song that deals with um, some unforgiveness that I had towards um, someone in my family who... Um, Someone in my family who, uh, you know, after after the loss of my mom, just kind of struggled and was making some some choices that were hurtful, and so I started 
you know, having this, this bitterness towards them. And I had to work through forgiveness and still am working through forgiveness and, and what that looks like. Um, and so, yeah, man, there's multiple songs on the battle within part three that talk about that. And, uh, we're going, we're going to have a song playing right now, forgiveness. Yeah. And, um, so that's a perfect, perfect intro to the song. So here's Forgiveness by Zeke. So here's a question you should ask yourself If those requirements you're listing Are what demands forgiveness yeah. Then you have got it twisted And are in need of repentance You're greatly staining your witness In every line of your sentence When bitterness calls for vengeance I call you to something different Let's turn the tables though Take a look into the mirror See it from a different lens So you can see the picture okay. clearer See with the stance you hold The one who hurts another isn't worthy of forgiveness So you don't deserve it either You turned your back on me for pleasure I had worn was empty And when you found it true You came back to me lost and so guilty lost. yet i extended you forgiveness and i did sincerely knowing in the future you again would often hurt me dearly True. the pride within yourself is filtering your sinful mind Man. so that you think you have the right to what i say is mine vengeance is the lord's have you forgotten the line uh. you've got me wrong if you think your wrath is greater than mine yeah. that unforgiveness is enticing don't fall for the bait no. it keeps you filled with bitterness that enslaves you with hate yeah. forgiveness though will bring healing as you grow in the faith display the love of christ for those who are blessed with his grace Amen. You say you need forgiveness, but you don't deserve it No, you don't deserve it Even if I could forgive, I don't feel like it's worth it I don't feel like it's worth it You took advantage of me, treating me like I was nothing You treated me like I was nothing You didn't need me then, but now you do now, ain't that something? Yeah. Ain't that something now? Forgiveness is something the Lord has been working on my life for the last year it's easy to think that by withholding forgiveness, you are bringing vengeance upon the person who has wronged you. But vengeance actually stirs a bitterness within you that leads to your destruction. Forgiveness is what brings about your healing and is your first steps to finding freedom. And it's by looking at the forgiveness the Father has shown us that we can be moved to a place of forgiveness for others. And words can wash away my sins. Nothing. 
Welcome back. We're here with Zeke from Middleothian. To me, Middleothian sounds like uh, it's a Roman place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, every time I every time I think about Middleothian, when I lived in Grand Prairie, because I'm from Grand Prairie. Okay. Uh, originally born in Prairie, GP baby. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, doing this, uh, having that new album come up, uh, you must be getting ready to put put yourself out there more. Yeah. Now that you're the season over of the grievance and you're ready to, to shine more for the Lord, because you're getting ready to go up there to see her soon. That's right. Well, not too soon, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully not too soon, because you got so much music in your head. I, 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 I can feel that you have so many more songs yeah. in your mind that you want to produce and you want to pull out. And you, There's so much God has for you to do. Mm. Your time is not over. You have some more hard work. It's going to be some bre- uh, back breaking work. Yes, sir. And it's going it's going it's going to put your soul to test because Christians who go out and they disciple it's 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 a hard hard work. People think, oh, because you're a Christian, it's happy go. Everybody's happy. Nobody's nobody's hating anybody and all that. But we bleed the same way as the people bleed on the secular level yep. or, or out there of the world. We bleed the same way. We have emotions the same way. Sometimes our emotions are even heightened mm. because of our love for God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you still got plenty of time out there. You still got more work to do. God's got God's put you in favor. You have, you know, not to... Not to put you on the spot, not to make you feel nervous, but you got so many people out there that need your words. So, mm. um, how are you going by this? Are you are you going to start pulling out some merchandise? Because you need everybody. I know money is bad. People, not, I'm not doing this for money. You know, I'm doing this for God. But money helps pay for the equipment we're talking to. For sure, uh, pays for the the gas to go to a a, a vendor uh, or a church or something. Uh, you know, merchandise helps out with the with the payment, and that's why I ask. You know, um, for my stuff, I have T-shirts as well. Yeah. Um, do you have a design, a, a T-shirt, or some stickers that you're thinking about putting in some money in? Yeah, um, I'm working on a few designs right now for shirts, um, and just working on promoting the battle within you know, part three, which I just released a couple months ago. So got some merch that I'm working on. Um, going to be reaching out to a few people really to, to set up some shows uh, here in the upcoming months. And, and really, man, the way that, the way that I am with music is Lord, I will be obedient and faithful to write what you lay on my heart. And as the door is open, man, I'm willing to step in whatever that is. So any, any church, any community, um, youth group, whatever that, you know, is willing to, to have me, man. I'm happy to go out um, and share. It's, it's more than just music, man. Like I, I don't want to just be, um, I'm not an entertainer, um, man. I'm, I'm an evangelist. And so with that, I think, 
you know, there is entertainment. I'm not just like dull on the stage, man. I'm going to be crazy. I'm going to be jumping. But if by the end of the show you haven't heard the gospel, then then you've missed the point of why I'm there. I mean, that's my hardest to to make Christ known in my music and everything that I do, man. I want to bring glory to the Lord. So. And, you know, pastors got kind of an entertaining thing because you got to keep the people's yeah. attention. We live in an ADD moment. We <laughs> yeah. live in a world full of... Uh, Cell phones, you know, if I bore my wife and I see her going for the cell phone, I was like, I, I got to do something. I'm, I, I, maybe I'll juggle or something, yeah. you know, but we live in a we live in a fast world where if if you're not entertaining, yeah, you'll do it away. Uh, you know, I hate for you to just go, I'm going to rap here. Uh, <laughs> Sound like Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll bring I'll bring a ton of energy for sure. Awesome. Uh well we do we do have a hip hop um show, the back to school show that we did last year with Broken Chains and Paul Santos. Mm. Um that was fun. You know we had kids come over, get free uh school supplies, stuff, just enjoy some positive uh hip hop music. Yeah. And all that, so I can probably pull some strings to have you come up uh, for next uh, back to school here. Yeah, love to do um, it. Talking to Pastor John. Pastor John is the break dancing champion in his head. <laughs> um, you know, he can't be doing that too much. He's he's up there. He's like thirty six or something. He can't. <laughs> Uh, the only break dancing I get is that when I try to dance, something breaks. <laughs> so, and uh, I'm too stiff as a board now because of my I'm tall. Tall people have back problems, so mm. you can't. Unfortunately, you know people. Oh, I wish I was six six. Uh, when you're forty, you you kind of wish you were five three. <laughs> so yeah, but um, your music is an inspiration. It's it's it is a mouthpiece from the Lord hmm. your your words your your rhymes and everything is on time and, and it's everything that the Lord wants hmm. keep doing that for sure um, and this is what I feel that God has something to tell you just because you feel sometimes empty inside that you feel that this rap game, this this hip hop stuff, is is not a not the way you wanted it to be, hmm. and that you're you're feeling that you don't know if you can go through and pull the weight that that God has for you. It's 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 not true. You're stronger than that. You're stronger than than what you think you are. You think you're small. God thinks you're mighty. Mm. You know, you, the whole David and Goliath. Goliath to you is that that boundary that you feel like you're the only one. You're alone, mm. but you're you're not alone. Yeah. So destroy that Goliath and keep going. You are a mighty person. Amen. So, um, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. We're coming up to the end, um, and. Where where can they find your music? Can they find it on Spotify or anything? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, anywhere you can stream your music, you'll find me. And um, it's under Zeke, right? Under Zeke, yep. Z e k e. Just in case uh, y'all don't know how to spell Zeke, <laughs> some people might go Z e e k. So it's Zeta Echo K 
kilo echo for your military people. <laughs> um, so, but thank you so much for being on the show. I want to thank all the new listeners, the new people that say, hey, it's a taco show. I get to learn the origins of the taco. And I get to learn some fun recipes. And I get to show off my chef abilities to the people I love and people that I hate. I can't, uh, you know, that's what people are saying, not me. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I have to uh, be the bearer of bad news, but also the bearer of good news. The bad news is this is not a recipe show. This, The only edification you get, the only nourishment you get is the words of Jesus Christ through my guests and through my constant babbling. <laughs> um, with that in mind... Just like the uh, the everlasting waters that Jesus talked to, uh, and off the uh, with the lady in the in the well, you will not go hungry. Mm-hmm. You will not go weary when you have that nourishment in your mind. With that, you can do all things through Jesus Christ. And with that saying, not the evil stuff. Just because you said, hey, I could do this and then pray everything's over, doesn't mean you're not going to face the music. And that's what we do here is we face the music. To all the diehard listeners, you need to know who you are because I have a certain set of skills, which is Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitter, and, and TikTok. Yes, I use TikTok. I know I in the old episodes that I... Distest. I I hate TikTok, and using hate is a strong word again. But I also know that you have to use the enemy's tools against them, mm. because you you let the enemy use that tool all the time. It's going to infect our children to a point where everything you see on TikTok is just and it's okay, mm. and it's not. So I use my TikTok for the for the Lord, for the good, for the good and the betterment of mankind to get closer to to God. So uh, if you want to see some, I don't do the dance stuff. I can't do the when the little tick, dancing while somebody's talking thing. <laughs> I don't do the dancing. If you want to, you can go to Pastor John. He does that. That's. He does the dancing and the talking stuff. I do the announcements and I do. Uh, my guest announcement. So it's always good. Um, but I want y'all to have a safe holiday weekend um, because this is going to be aired in Christmas. Uh, and, and remember, Christmas is not about money. It's not about how many presents you get. It's not about uh, Aunt Bertha's uh, green bean casseroles better than your <laughs> mom's. It's nothing about that. It's, it's celebrating the life of our Lord and Savior Jesus. Yeah. And you can go and tell me, well, Jesus wasn't born in December. I know that. But this is a celebration, a month of celebration for him. And, you know, and just enjoy. If you if you have ill bearances towards family, it's time to mend that. It's time to come back to your family. Hmm. It's time to forgive and time to go back because... We're only here on the earth for so long. 
And you don't want to bring that anger with you when you go to heaven. Yeah. So go back to your friends. Go back to your, not your friend, the, the good friends, not the toxic <laughs> friends, but the, the friends that, that you just can't see eye to eye and say, hey, you know what? I love you. Go to your, go to your mom, go to your sister, your brother, your aunt, your uncle, the person that you had so many arguments with. Just say, hey, I love you. I just want to know I love you. And Merry Christmas. Mm. All right. So that's all I got. And we are going to be leaving with a song from Zeke. And I'm getting old in my young years. Not that guy, because I am not that guy. <laughs> so God bless you. God keep you. And I always say, don't have yourself a good day. No good, sir. Have yourself a great day. God bless you. Keep you. All that stuff. I know I said it, and I'm going to say it again over, and I'm not going to talk over this Man, song. So peace. This battle within is a daily fight. I'm often tempted to give in to the flesh. And sometimes I need to be reminded. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. No night, surrender my life. I thank the Lord for that night. Yeah. Prior to that, I did not trust in the blood to shed for my Christ. Yeah. I thought that my works could earn His grace, so I tried to clean up my life. Yeah. But the truth is, my only contribution was a sin that cost them his life. Yeah. Trapped in the prison of my religion, in need of vision. Changed my sight. I made my decision. I chose repentance, walked in submission. Now I am a witness. I say persist, and I hope you get this. At least I try. But there's always skeptics who hate the message. Some are regressive. Not that kind of more, the Lord has changed my soul. If you got a problem with me, I pray for you more. Spirit, fill me up and help me have some self control. Make me more like Jesus daily, you know that's my goal. Hey, not that guy, I'm not that guy, I'm not that guy, I'm not that guy. The old me trying to come back to life. New like season for me. I don't even know what it think that for. If to do the probably never heard my story. I've been many struggles that have rocked my world. Make me wonder if this whole faith thinks for me. Holy Spirit told me that there's more restore. So my only aim is showing Yahweh's glory. Yahweh's glory. I get out the way to let you shine. I tell the world about this hope of mine. I move my trust from man to the divine. I change the way you think, renew my mind. The Lord is coming soon to part the skies. So God forbid I see it and waste my time. If I believe the Lord has changed my life, then best believe you'll hear the truth of mine. If you don't see the benefit of what I'm saying, living in, then even maybe limited, but just you when you're born again. It's always like a medicine. I'm focused but not riddling I'm sorry for the metaphor But understand my riddling I owe me that you saw my friend I hope you never see again I put him in the coffin That was buried like a skeleton I found my life and dying I've been living better ever since You don't believe me Look over my life You see the evidence Hey, not that guy I'm not that guy I'm not that guy I'm not that guy The old me trying to come back to life Trust me, you're not that guy. <laughs>